Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's done, so it's strictly business. You already know what it is. You're about to spark up this New Year's Eve blunt. And uh, let's do this. Let's talk. I want to talk about really, you know what I'm saying, like strictly business, you know what I'm saying, why it came about and what, you know what I'm saying, like basically what we do for artists because I think a lot of people... I mean, I'm going to keep it a stack, man. I think up to now, even us, like, we've been changing our roles with artists based on, like, the needs of the artists. But my biggest problem is, like, I work with people who don't follow through. That's really, like, I don't think a lot of people don't understand that. And it's like, there's so many people who got employee mentalities because they're like, oh, well, if someone didn't do it, then you should do it for them. But it's like, but that's your business. You know what I'm saying? Um... First artist I started working with in Connecticut was Murder Blanco. Um, I don't know what he calls himself now, rap wise. So I just call him Blanco. Um, it usually has Blanco in it. He been doing he been doing um, rap for a minute. I met him at a point where he was, uh, you know, what I'm saying like, well, I started working with him at a point when you know everything kind of died down for him and. Um, you know, that, that time I wasn't really experienced as far as management goes. But in my opinion, I thought, okay, you know, I own a small business. I have some music background. I myself rapped. You know what I'm saying? I've been rapping for a minute. And I thought to myself, I could definitely help this kid, you know what I'm saying, like make some moves. Um, I didn't know at the time that, you know, being a manager or doing management didn't include promotion. But, you know... I really couldn't do much for the kid because he wasn't, you know, at, at the time he didn't have that much updated material. So, first of all, I sponsored um, his mixtape, Lyrical Clickbait. Crack. Lir oh, my bad. Damn. Lyrical Crack. My fault. My, mine's Lyrical Clickbait. I apologize. Um, and then turned around and um, I uh, invested in music videos and was just doing promo on Facebook. Um, we were doing showcases competition stuff like that and it's just like getting exposure yeah but i also experienced for the first time the the shenanigans that goes along with you know social media promotion and and working with people who you know it was like every single day on stuff that really i shouldn't have been involved in you know what i'm saying so that's why like as time progresses you see that the management role i play less and less of a daily um you know entity with these artists because it was just like i'd be working with them and then they turn around and come back and be like oh i got this opportunity or this random person that i never knew before you know all of a sudden wants to work with us and it's like i was like they weren't there from the beginning why are we magically including them in the mix and then like it went from I'm working with one artist to uh, I'm working with one artist plus his best friend, plus his best friend, plus his best friend. Next thing you know, I got five people that are throwing their opinions on, you know, nothing because they, they weren't really putting nothing in there. Um, so it was really it was really an interesting situation where I kind of was like realizing my own value. And that's when. I started calling myself Strictly Business. Um, one of the artists was like, oh, you trying to ride our wave and steal our popularity? And it was like, it was really hard to explain to people like, yo, dude, every time I mention your names, nobody knows who you are. And I have to introduce you to people for them to know who you are. So 
um, you know, after a while, I was just like, I got, I got to move on, man. I got to focus on just different shit. You know what I'm saying? That was, and that was like, it was just like pure. Like looking back on it, we had a lot of momentum and a lot of talented, you know, kids and um. You know, now they're men because they're they're older now. Um, but these 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 guys, you know, they had something going for them, which was really good. But then, on the flip side, the the I, I don't know what happened, man. It's just like as time progressed and people got more notoriety than others, it just started to implode. You know what I'm saying? And um, for me, as far as working with everybody goes in that whole situation, um, you know, the addition of Michael Rivera. Um, you know, was a real, was a real, it was the beginning of the end. You know what I'm saying? This kid, he, he had a camera and he edited videos and he was willing to do music videos for free and stuff like that. But as time progressed, he started mimicking me to the point where, I mean, I spit and it came out his mouth type stuff. You know what I'm saying? And, um, turns out he was just sitting there imitating, you know, what I was doing because he was trying to take it and duplicate it and do his own thing with it, which completely failed. I think he works part-time at Walmart now and grew up and has a family and all that other stuff. But, you know, and, and to be real with you, they still pop up once in a while and throw out hate once in a while and talk about, oh, they're fake, they're this, they're this. And it's like, I respect it because, you know, you, you outgrew, well, it, I mean, an opinion, whatever, but the, the bottom line is that they promoted my shows. They have to promote my shows because my shows are everywhere. So no matter what, I think part of the, the reason why people like that pop up continuously um, is that years ago, they're seeing what I was talking about now, and they're seeing how they messed up by not being a part of it. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's like a little bit of the first part real quick. We're going to take a quick break. We can come back. Yeah, man, I'm always promoting artists, e-card to artists, because you guys need that. Um, www.artistecard.com. You need to check it out. It's a great way to make your press kit. Um, if you do not know what you are doing, use that as a way to kind of pay attention to what type of content to produce, pictures, music videos, reviews for your music, as well as, um, you know, uh, actual um, performance dates and stuff so that people can keep track of, you know, where you're at and stuff like that. It's one link. It makes promoting your music way easier. And um, it's just uh, something that every artist should have. Artist e-card. So we're going to talk a little bit about, um, you know, where we're coming from when it comes to this rap stuff. So, you know, personally born and raised in New York, you know what I'm saying? I'm an 80s baby, grew up in the 90s, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, I've been out in Connecticut for almost, uh, it's going to be a little over 10 years now. It's going to be a little over 10 years, yeah. So I've been out here and, um, you know, I'm going to say that the rap that we do isn't, a reflection of what you may think Connecticut is about. Um, and not hailing from a major city, let's talk about that. We're not claiming Hartford. We're not claiming New Haven. No, no other city. And I want to give a shout out to New London and Groton real quick because those are cities that are often forgotten when it comes to Connecticut. 
So I just want to say that, you know, we, we, was, we was coming out of New Britain, recording in New Britain, working in New Britain, you know, background, family, everything in New Britain, you feel me? And um, things were kind of, you know, going good. And then, like, everything just fell apart a little bit when it comes to working with people out there. You know what I'm saying? I fell back because, you know, it got to the point where I wasn't... I wasn't fully satisfied with the way that things were working in-house. The reception when it comes to the promotion and, you know, the masses, it was beautiful. It was, it was, it was, it was, it was like day and night, if you will. Cause like on one hand, I got a whole entire situation that's going really good. And then on the other hand, I got people who are supposed to be riding with me who are like fighting me the whole way, but then turning around and saying like, Oh, you know, we're, we're so appreciative of what you're doing, blah, blah, blah. Even people that don't like me was saying that. So, you know, th that was kind of like where I was at. So I just feel like, um, you know, the, the music is a reflection of where we're coming from. It's a reflection of lifestyles. Um, you know, that, um, I'm not getting too, too into it because I just want people to understand that, you know, how we rap, you know, and depict, you know what I'm saying, what we talking about, that's what it is. You feel me? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a reflection of, you know, interpret it's interpretation through art, you know what I'm saying? And regardless if you want to, you know what I'm saying, diminish the value of rap, rap is an art, you know what I'm saying? And um, I've always said that, and I feel like those lines get blurred a lot, but not necessarily by us, because as the artist, but by the masses, it's like they want you to play a character role when they run into you in real life, not understand that we still underground, you know what I'm saying? So I'm underground, that means it's my life. That means when you see me in traffic with my child, I'm doing real life shit because this is my community, you know what I'm saying? And um, it, it was it's, it's one of those things where people don't understand how to really separate the two. And you know that's something that we're dealing with right now and I'm working hard on dealing with, but on the flip side of things from the past, what I did was I revamped my whole promo and I did a Facebook campaign just to keep people distracted. And then I really started going sick and developing Twitter. And if everybody pays attention and notices, is when I started wolfing about Twitter, that Twitter started taking off in Connecticut. Because Connecticut, nobody was really messing with Twitter. They were all on Instagram. And now Instagram's taking off, but you notice the averages in Connecticut compared to the rest of the world, right? Like we're looking at 10,000, 20,000 over there, and in Connecticut it's two, three hundred. That's why when we talk to people in Connecticut, we're like, why are you disrespect, like, why are you coming at us like that? And then we're talking to other people and they're being cool with us, and we're like, damn, you know, mad appreciative of the people that are being cool with us. And that's why, like, you can't give all those opportunities to Connecticut. Because Connecticut will find a way to take it and, and, and ruin it. Not understanding that they're not ruining it for us, because we're still gonna excel. Like, you see what I'm saying? Because if you notice, every single stage that we've been going through, we've always come out on top. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, I think the majority of that is artists not being artists and letting us do what we need to do. 
Like they want to be, they, they don't want to do the work on Monday to th Thursday, but when the meeting on Friday is there and they can meet the person and exchange their contact and talk on their own behalf and cut us out of the conversation, what they're really doing is they're diminishing their own value and they're playing themselves out. Because most of the people that I work with are at risk in one way or another. Like, do you notice that? How many conversations I'll be like, don't tell anybody this, but boom, 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 and you need to do this to fix that. Because, you know, when it comes to what we do, I think I'll apply some type of ethics to it. You know what I'm saying? Even though, you know what I mean, shit can get hectic sometimes. But it is what it is. So that's kind of like, um, you know what I'm saying, like the next level where we're at. And, um, you know, just to, just to be frank with everybody, um, I'm going to end it with, we focus on promoting a lot of the artists that we work with because they're normally just local heroes. Um, some dropped out of high school, some chose another route and they're people that support them. They either don't have as much money or they just aren't able to focus on those type of things so they don't have as big of followings. Um, then you got people that have nothing but time to socialize and be popular and make friends and you know their situations are a little bit different. And then you have some people that have money. You have some people that don't have any of that and don't have any money and just taking up space. And then you have people that just suck and that are hating. And then you also have, unfortunately, we have um, you know a lot of people that like to cooperate with, with, with law enforcement and they're involved in the CT rap scene as well. And that's a fact. Unfortunately, um, I see guys performing out here on a regular that have signed statements consistently that well-known, publicized, and they're still included in a lot of these events. So it's just something to pay attention to when it comes down to, you know, what's going on out here in Connecticut. Um, and that's an underground status. I'm not even saying that on the industry level or going in the direction of a more professional side of things. But I will say, <clears throat> and, um, you know, again, I'm going to end it with this. We focus on promotion, and the digital promotion is one side of it, and now we're stepping into the realm of more official pr promotion, like press kits, um, pl uh, placement of press kits, uh, music reviews, and all that other good stuff. And not just getting that done, but also getting it promoted and circulated throughout the internet so that, you know what I'm saying, you're, 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 you get more visible and, um, more attention of, of what you're doing. But the bottom line is that this is a hustle. It's a straight up, you know, hardworking situation and strictly business is not, you know, just some, you know, fly by night situation. We're, we're technically like an institution out here in Connecticut. We're going to be promoting, no pun intended, a lot in January because um, that's that's a classic right now. Five years in, you know what I mean. I think it's, I got a lot of Hartfords on there. Yeah. So anyway, that's it right there, man. I hope y'all enjoyed this freestyle uh, episode. And yeah, yeah. And um, in case anybody ain't tell you yet, Happy New Year.